You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everyone, welcome to the Holy Human Podcast. Thank you so much for once again joining me. My guest on the show today is one of the most genuine, giving, and driven humans that I know. And I'll get to telling you who he is in a moment, but I'm going to talk him up first before I tell you his name. He's one of those friends whose texts always include, let me know how I can support you. And I almost feel bad when I don't text him back telling me how he can, because I know he genuinely means it. Where most people don't, he genuinely, genuinely wants to support me and all of his friends and everything that we do. I first met him when he reached out to me over Instagram and asked if we could meet for lunch. He wanted to have me on his podcast, but he wanted to get to know me before the podcast. And usually I don't care who you are, but I don't say yes to an invitation like that at all. But something in me told me to go against my usual avoidance of people and say yes. So I did. And then the rest is history, which we'll get into. Whether he knows this or not, he for sure will after this podcast. He's been one of the main influences in me starting this Holy Human podcast and creating a chant record, which we'll get into the stories around that as we go along. Lewis House wants to see others succeed, which is somewhat of a rarity in the world these days. He is as magnetic as I come, and for me, his influence in my life came out of nowhere, and I'm certainly glad it did. He's a New York Times bestselling author of The School of Greatness and The Mask of Masculinity. He's a highly respected lifestyle coach and motivator, a former professional football player, two-sport All-American, and he remains a competitive athlete. 
He's an all-around great dude, and I'm so happy the roles have reversed, and I get to have him on my podcast this time. So without further ado, Lewis House, everyone. Hey! Welcome, <laughs> welcome to my holy human podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're doing this. Yeah. Well, you are one of the reasons that I'm doing this. Just so you know. Really? That's <laughs> yeah, good. Well, I think you've really encouraged me to use my voice in a new way. It was because I came on your podcast that you asked me to chant right there. Oh man, and it's amazing. Thank you. And. I got so much feedback from people asking me to please do a record of that. And so that put it in my mind and then coming to do your summit of greatness and speaking and being with you up there and getting to chant and have people chant back at me and leading that whole live moment was so magical. That was unbelievable. It was so cool. I still get chills thinking about that. No, I was just saying that. I was like, it was the first moment of the event and it was just like quiet. You came on stage after an eruption of applause and then you just sat down and uh you know sat on the stage and you did your thing and, and people were in tears and i was like I was your tears. voice is healing <laughs> for so many people Aww. and they need to hear your voice in this in this in this manner in this fashion in this creative Thank way because you. you've been doing it for so long in a in a different way which has been extremely effective and inspirational in its own right but I think with the world struggling so much and so much mm-hmm. uncertainty and insecurity for people and mental health and overwhelm and stress and anxiety, we need people like you who can provide a gift. And you've got an incredible gift. Thank you. We need more vulnerable people, people who are willing to share their stories. I mean, all of us have stories that live inside of us. We are one big, giant human story. And we all need to be sharing our stories, and especially at this moment in time, because it their stories are what connect us. And we can look at someone else and hear, hear someone else's story and say, I am not alone in this world. And there's so much division and so much, oh, there's, there's just, everything feels so lost. I, I, even, I feel very lost at this moment. And I mm. think that can be a very good thing. That's a great, it can be a great thing to be lost because you also have so much opportunity within that moment to create a new you a new world and so i feel like we are in such need of connecting through story at this moment yeah in time. absolutely i agree yeah. and i think uh it's unfortunate that we need pain or some type of breakdown in order for us sometimes to really get growth and to improve and to yes. have a breakthrough but unfortunately that's how human beings work until there's some type of major breakdown where uh it really affects us right that's we need to step back and have reflection. That's why I think it's so important to to listen to meditation or to listen to your chants or to mm-hmm. journal because when we can reflect on the pain, then we can have progress. And that's that's what we need more of reflection. You have I know you've gone through a lot of, of pain in your life. Do you feel like now at this point in your life you can actually choose those moments of change or do you still feel like you have to go through 
a painful moment to to continue to grow. I feel like for the things I've already learned, I don't need to go through those moments of pain anymore because I can see it when it comes up. If something triggers me, I can see it and say, no, I've already learned that lesson and I'm much calmer in my reactions to situations, to events. For example, uh, 12 years ago, I was uh, playing football. I was chasing the dream to make the NFL, but I was only in the arena football league, so I was getting paid $250 a week, but it was like the greatest moment of my life because I was getting paid to do what I loved. Right. You probably can relate to uh, or under, em- empathize with the singer-songwriters who oh, yeah. have become fi- famous after a while, but they they played for three people in those smoky bars for so many nights, but they made $16 from the door, and it was like, man, I'm getting paid to sing my music. Yeah. That's how it felt for me. And I got injured and, and had to stop playing. So my dream was essentially crippled. Imagine, I don't know, losing your vocal cords or not being able to do your dream anymore. This is what happened to me right. as an athlete. And this was right in 2007, going into 2008, 2009, when the economic crisis hit back then with the housing crisis and people were losing jobs. All these things were happening. I went through the worst of it then. I was feeling so much pain, so much uncertainty. I had no money. I was living on my sister's couch for a year and a half, trying to figure out who am I? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Who would ever give me any money? What are my skills? I have no idea what my (laughs) value is or why I'm here anymore because my dream is over. And that was painful, but it's so funny because it took a couple of years for me to figure things out. It took a lot of humiliation, being humble, uh, you know, asking for advice, asking for help over and over again until I was able to get out of it and figure out what I need to do to to improve. And it's funny because in March when COVID hit, uh, I remember saying, oh, this is why I went through that much pain because now it can be a source of inspiration. I can provide a safe space and environment. I can give perspective to people that are going through that now. Mm -hmm. And I have felt like the last eight months have been challenging in their own way but I haven't lost myself. I right. feel like people are coming to my platform and to me more than ever because of the way I'm reacting and responding and the way mm-hmm. I'm able to shift and adapt and take care of my health and my routines. And I think it's, I'm grateful that I went through the pain in the past because it allows me to be prepared in the yeah. present. And it's funny because in the moment when it seems like it's so chaotic for our lives are happening, I'm going through a breakup or I'm, I'm losing my business or whatever. It feels like, gosh, why is this happening to me? And it's not mm-hmm. until we can actually reflect and look in the future and say, this is happening for me in a powerful way, and I need to trust and have faith in the future that I need this specifically to happen and if we're, in order for something greater to happen then. I feel and, like you're talking directly to me at this moment in time. <laughs> it's I'm one like, of the hardest yeah, things to do. To I have, feel that. <laughs> to, to have hindsight now is something yes. I learned the hard way. I went through a breakup a couple of years ago. It was kind of a nasty breakup because the person I was dating took things public that wasn't 100% true. And I felt like I wasn't able to really share my side of the story ever. But people just took this little thing and then they gossiped and they spread it, whatever they wanted to spread, right? But Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. All these people that I thought I could trust and my friends and relationships, now I see them talking about my back or spreading these things. And it was very hurtful. And I remember thinking, Mm -hmm. man, this is not fair. This sucks. Um, And it was kind of like this two, three month window of like, man, this is really, you know, this is kind of doesn't feel good. But I kept saying to myself, 
I need to have hindsight now. This is happening in my favor. This is going to bring me better perspective. It's going to make me more humble. I want to know who my real friends are. It's going to eliminate distractions from my life that are holding me back. And all those things were true as I look back a couple of years now. I found out who my real friends were. I, I reorganized my priorities. Like I improved mm -hmm. my life and I took ownership of it. So we got to have hindsight now. Yeah, absolutely. I, that is something I remind myself of all the time is this is happening for me. I mean, to be honest, when you were just saying, you know, uh, being on someone's couch and your sister's couch and not knowing what you were going to do with your life. Look, I've been on my own couch now since March and I've been I was touring my whole life since I was 13. I have not come off the road like this ever. You know, I've had all of these ideas. I had the idea to do a podcast. I've had the idea to do a chant record and I'm working on a new album also in the middle of all of this. But at the beginning in this year, my question was, oh, I'm touring so much. I wonder like where I'm going to have the time to create all this new stuff. And then bam, hello. <laughs> and so now I have all this time. But in the midst of all of that, yes, I still have things I'm creating and I still know who I am, but there's a piece of me that is really kind of renewing and creating, I'm creating new avenues and new ways, once again, for me to utilize my gifts. And that's scary as shit. Like it is scary. Very it's scary as shit when you have your, your livelihood just, and I know so many people understand that ripped out from under you. Right. Like, you know, you get injured all of a sudden you, that's your livelihood, whether you're making 250 bucks or millions of dollars is gone. I think it's interesting. The idea of identity, because anytime we strip our identity, our identity is stripped from us, whether it's, I'm choosing not to do something. I'm retiring from something. When you see an athlete who's been doing something for so long and they say, you know what? I'm retiring. A lot of them go mm -hmm. through depression for a few years because they're holding on to the the, the identity of the past that is no mm -hmm. longer there. And it's almost like we need to have an identity death. We need to kill the death of that person and allow for a rebirth like you talked about. This takes yes. time. This isn't just like, okay, I'm going to kill this old way of me that I've been doing for <laughs> right. 20 years and be this new person overnight. There is a an off season that needs to happen in sports yes. for you to reflect on the season and for you to rest and to try different things and to recover and then to train again and, and try to develop new skills, work on weaknesses, develop new skills to prepare for the mm -hmm. new season. And there were many seasons where I was like, you know what? I don't think I want to play this sport anymore. Mm -hmm. Whether it be in high school or college, I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. I've, I've taken this to as far as I want to. I've accomplished things. So I just don't care mm -hmm. as much anymore. And I'd rather go do this sport. And I think that's part of, well, I use a lot of sports analogies, <laughs> but I think for me, holding on to the glory days of an old identity, an old relationship we were a part of for a decade that is no longer mm -hmm. there. It's very hard to let go of an identity of you with another person. This is why it takes right. time to to grieve and let go. And that's, a, that's just a challenging process. That's why I see a lot of artists. Someone who's done this great is Madonna. I think she's reinvented mm -hmm. herself every five years. And it's like, okay, this was great in the past in my 20s and 30s, but it no longer works for me. So I need to right. reinvent for what's going to work for me now to make an impact, to get my message out there uh, and to have fun at her stage of life. So it's it's a challenging thing to kill the ego and the identity. Absolutely. And how do to. you, so what we're talking about is that space in between, right? So there's the in-between space. 
talk about that in between space for a moment and how how do you allow yourself grace in that in between space? Isn't it? There's a I can't remember the exact quote from Yo Yo Ma, but I think he said the music is the notes between. It is like played in between the notes, oh, right. or the melody is in between the notes. I'm not sure if that's the exact quote, but it's something like my. I heard that quote from Yo-Yo Ma, something mm-hmm. like that. And then I heard my friend Rob Bell, who's a spiritual teacher. And he says, like, love, is it, you create love in the space between coming together of two mm. people. It's not when you're around the person all the time. It's actually when you're not oh, around wow, them. So when you get to experience the love and to see how deep the depth of love is. And I think when we have space in between something, that's when we can truly reflect and see what is here? Where's the magic? Where's the juice? It's the pause. Yeah. You know, it's not when someone's speaking nonstop. It's when they stop and allow you to sink it in of that moment. And I think we have conditioned ourselves with the idea of being the most productive we can be, filling up our plates and, and overflowing our plates with things to do that we don't spend enough time stopping. And it's funny, I was just listening to an, a book on audio today called Essentialism, which uh, he literally, right when I stopped it, he literally said, some of the greatest thinkers and artists of our past and of today schedule in fun and nothing mm. time in their, scal- in their calendars, like two hour blocks of nothing to allow themselves to think and problem solve and ask themselves those questions as opposed to filling up their calendar all day long. So I think it's something to, to, to be aware of is the space between the doing is where we can really create some magic. All right, we're going to take a quick breath, but we'll be right back with much more Lewis and a super simple way I found to really connect from home. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. 
Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with my friend, Lewis House. One of my practices that I've been doing while I've been at home is to go outside and sit not breathe, not like, not distract myself with the meditation or whatever else it is I'm doing. (laughs) Like literally go outside. And by the way, nature is the best TV screen of life that we'd never ever turn on. And so like just to walk outside and sit. And I started doing it when I started doing it it was like three or four minutes because it's very activating because we always have something going on. And so and now I can I can go out and sit for a good like 30, 40 minutes just like and during that time, I'll want to move. I want to get up. But I'm like, just just sit, just be, just be. And and there is there's some magic there because we allow in when you're talking about in that space, it allows for things to start pouring into us like we that for me is the moment where I connect with with everything we we really start to feel our connection with with nature with others with the universe with god and that's some some of the times where we actually well for me i actually just sit still and allow things to come to me that's the receiving mm. time you know we talk we always doing it's like and i think it's so challenging for a lot of us to receive to receive Absolutely. ideas to receive love um that for me has been has been a challenging piece is receiving. Yeah, and, and the in the in the law of attraction, you know, philosophies uh, or world, they'll say anytime you're chasing something, you're resisting it. You're acting like you don't have it, and therefore it, you'll resist it or it will resist you. But when you allow, and you allow, and you act as if you know what this is coming to me, I'm going to allow this to happen through my daily actions and by trusting the process. Uh, then you allow for it to come. It's it's like when you've ever had a, a needy boyfriend in the past. You're like, someone needs you. You're like, okay, get away. Right, from me. yes. <laughs> or a needy girlfriend. You're like, uh, you don't trust yourself enough to be alone in your own space. You mm-hmm. need someone else to bring you that thing. Then that thing will reject you. Absolutely. Uh, so it's, uh, I think it's powerful you're doing that. My girlfriend is 
reminding me to do this more and more as a someone who wants to you know create and achieve and and make things <laughs> i'm reminded to like you know what take some time in the morning and just sit with our dog and let our dog lick my face for 10 minutes and just <laughs> not be in production mode mm -hmm. or productive mode and allow for these kind of beautiful moments in between the actions. Yeah. It was interesting how my chant record came through because it was, I would sit in meditation and then press play on my phone and then just start singing. And I, mm. I would see what felt good. And when something ended up feeling good, that was it. And then I'd expand upon it. And so I literally was sitting there going, I'm yours. Like I'm your vessel. Wow. Come through me. And I think that, you know, it's that trust piece. I actually have trust tattooed on my wrist. Um, and I did it years ago because I knew I needed to trust <laughs> the universe more, myself more, and I needed to trust others more. And so it's that trust piece that's so important that I feel like we're all being we all have an invitation to really lean into. Like, I almost feel like there's, there's no other option at this point. Like, we have, we have to trust. Trusting the process, and I think trusting yourself to have discernment with the people you're working with. Because you, obviously, we talked about in our interview, you got, you know, burned so many times by yes. the people's a lot of people closest to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and not even just the media or the industry, but people close to you for many years. And I think that's hard for someone who gets taken advantage of or burned in that way to figure out, oh, do I trust myself to make right. decisions on the people around me? But uh, trusting the process is something I have written down all the time. Do you find it easier these days? Like all the, all the work that you've done on yourself and, yeah. you know, do you, do you find that it's, do you find that that becomes an easier thing to do? It is just because... I'm learning to trust and surrender more and more. There's so many things that have happened this year that are mm. out of our control. And I am witnessing a lot of people that I know, whether publicly or privately, allowing it to consume their thoughts, consume their, their heart, consume their entire emotions mm -hmm. to where it cripples them. And I see them in the way they're posting online. I see them in the way they communicate with me. And I'm like, I could consume my thoughts around, I don't have control over the election. I don't have the control over this thing. I don't have the control over what people are doing in business. I don't have control over my employee. I could, I could obsess over this and it'll make me sick. Mm -hmm. It'll make me physically sick, emotionally sick, mentally sick, and I'll make poor decisions. So a leader, what I've learned, doesn't react to the environment in a negative way reacts from a place of vision. Okay, let me go back to my vision. I have no control over anything that's happening mm -hmm. except for the way I show up, my actions, my intentions, my words, uh, how I schedule things, the things I watch and the things I say, I can control the way I respond. And so it's just putting into practice, not reacting from a place of anger all the time because that anger really doesn't make me feel good. No. And then I am a ripple effect in my personal relationships in my business. And so I come from a place of vision as often as I can. I'm not perfect. I still react in a negative way here and there, but I am able to see things differently at 37 than I was at 33, you know, 27. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure I have a long way to go still. Um, but I can notice it a lot faster and it's, 
I feel just so much more inner peace. And I think mm -hmm. that's the thing that a lot of people are missing is how to cultivate inner peace because we live in such a negative state of mind mm -hmm. as opposed to a beautiful state of mind. And um, I want to be in a beautiful state. Yeah, I think we all desire that so deeply. But no one can give that to us. No. No one can give us a beautiful, peaceful state. It's something we must cultivate moment to moment based on the tools we develop for ourselves, mm -hmm. whether it be therapy tools or other uh, mantras or meditation or whatever it may be for each individual. I am constantly looking to develop new tools in order for us to cultivate more beautiful states of mind mm -hmm. than uh, negative states of mind. What my meditation teacher calls a suffering state. Mm -hmm. if, we're not, if we're not in a beautiful state, then we are in a suffering state. And we can choose to be in a beautiful state more frequently by utilizing the tools of our, of our, uh, that we have available for us. And for example, every day something is going to happen that could upset us, mm -hmm. that could potentially upset us, let us down, hurt us. Uh, someone breaks their words. Someone doesn't show up on time. Someone in the, in a, you know, when you're driving upsets you, cutting you off. Someone hurts you in a, a massive way. And I am not saying we shouldn't feel the feelings of pain and hurt and upset and grief and loss. I think these are all powerful emotions to feel. But when we stay in these motions of a negative state more frequently, it's really hard to lead our lives. It's really hard to be there for our friends and family. It's really hard to create our dreams at a high level mm -hmm. when we're suffering more frequently right. than when we're in a beautiful state. And so... I just feel like it's my responsibility to to cultivate the tools I need in order to be in a beautiful state. Well, and it is about that flow between the two I have found of it's not about denying those feelings. It's not about not no. feeling those feelings that are more, quote unquote, challenging. Um, there's nothing wrong with those, like you said, but it is about like it starts to be like, how, how can I feel those? And then how quickly can I come back into equanimity? And mm -hmm. it becomes this dance that we get better and better at with, like you're saying, with the tools that we use to cultivate that dance. But it's, uh, it's that really to me is the, the practice, the life yes. practice is first off, life is the practice, right? Like what we're getting <laughs> at is to be able to live. I feel like what we're getting at is being able to live in a more in a flow state where we're not denying, we're not denying the shadow, we're not denying the light, we're not denying the human, we're not denying the holy. Like it, we flow back and forth and allow the whole experience to be lived through us. Now, that's not easy to do. <laughs> it's very and it can be very uncomfortable. And I think part of the tools that I have been, you know, cultivating is being able to to live in that discomfort to be able to expand my container of how much I can hold with grace and love. And, you know, and just the challenge of sitting on my couch and, you know, is that is a practice for me. That is a practice. How can I do this with, with as much grace and love and kindness for myself as possible? And how can I not allow my head to spin out? Because it's the first thing that it wants to do. It's so easy to get spun out. I mean, for you, what's your main tool right now to to cultivate that kinder frame of mind i i just have compassion for myself mm. uh, compassion being the tool i guess mm -hmm. uh my 
you know, I'm grateful that I have a block away from me. I have my studio that I go to from my, my apartment that I'm living in. I think it'd be very challenging to have compassion if I was only in my apartment all day long for mm -hmm. the last eight months. So having a place to go, my, my girlfriend is living with me and she is there pretty much all day. So having compassion for her, knowing that her identity has shifted a lot during this time and me not getting frustrated, but understanding and having a perspective that this is something we're going through right now. And what it does for me is that compassion forces me to level up my my skills and um there's certain things that i don't want to do but i'm learning how to do better mm -hmm. becoming a better listener being more patient when i'm just like no let's let's move on let's right. do this come on just like get over it but it's like okay no it doesn't work that way for everyone so i need to have a lot of patience which i typically don't have i need to be able to be a better listener even when i feel like i've communicated exactly what i need to communicate you know uh, all these things make me better. Mm -hmm. And so I look at it as this is all happening in my favor for something greater in the future. Mm -hmm. I need to have hindsight now, which constantly brings me back to hindsight now, this concept. In a year, I will look back to this challenging moment, this challenging conversation, this month, whatever it may be, and I'll say I needed that exactly for this reason mm -hmm. a year from now. And so I keep putting myself in the future now. Mm -hmm. And that that space between gives me perspective from that time and that distance. And, um, that's, what's really helpful. But, uh, you know, I'll give an example. My, my girlfriend's, uh, former TV producer who she worked with every single day for a few years just passed away suddenly two days ago. And I, I only met her a few times. So it's not like I, she was a friend of mine, but I met her a few times but her energy impacted me in a powerful way. Mm -hmm. And this isn't, and she's, she didn't even speak English, so I didn't even have a conversation <laughs> with her, but her energy was very impactful. Right. And it was very sad that she died very drastically in the last couple of days out of the blue. And as I was sitting and kind of comforting my girlfriend, as she's kind of watching the TV and the news about it, and she's watching these videos that they made about this woman who passed away, She's reflecting on it. I'm watching these videos and I'm in tears for a good five to 10 minutes watching this with her, allowing myself to feel, mm -hmm. allowing myself to sink into it. Even though this wasn't a, a close friend of mine, I had met her and just watching someone's life, a beautiful life, slip away and be gone made me so sad, made mm -hmm. me so sad. And it gave me perspective of, man, these things that I'm frustrated with right now don't matter. Like these things don't matter when tomorrow I could be gone, when tomorrow my girlfriend could be gone, when my mom could be gone. I don't, we don't know. Mm -hmm. And one day I'm going to be sitting around talking to my friends and you won't be here. Or one day you're going to be sitting around talking to your friends about this conversation we had and I will no longer be here. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that is not for decades yes. <laughs> for either one of yes. us but we don't know yeah. and i could be gone tomorrow you could be gone tomorrow something we don't know and i think that tool of death and perspective around death brings me back into a place of perspective of it could all like things are so fragile we have no idea when it's going to be over why suffer when when the opposite of joy is so much better oh, yeah. and again i felt 
sadness in that moment. And I felt sadness the last few days. But I said, what can I do in this moment for my life to lead with a sense of purpose and vision Mm -hmm. to make a better impact with the gifts that I have? So that if I die tomorrow, I was living my vision, Mm -hmm. just the way this woman was living her vision at a high level, high energy, positive, powerful. And I'm like, at least she went out impacting people, living her truth. Mm-hmm. And that's the way, that's the tool that I want to have too. Interesting. Yeah. I, it's funny because this podcast is, has definitely stretched me beyond my comfort zone. <laughs> Whatever. I, why, why is it stretched? You? I, why do you think? No, I just, <laughs> because I'm doing something completely different. First off, I've never been on the, the questioning side of things. Like I'm always the receiver of questions that I, I'm great at being able to come back and answer things, but to, to have, to be, to be on the other side of things is challenging for me. And it's terrifying. I've literally, you should have seen me before we got on. I'm literally <laughs> breathing and I'm like, it's going to be okay. You're doing amazing. Thank you. You're, you're, <laughs> thank you, you, thank wanna, you. I can't even tell you're doing amazing. You're very natural. Oh, at this. Thank you very much. But it's, um, it's new. And I think, I don't, I think I don't like people seeing my, uh, my process, like ever since I was, yeah, you, you know, like ever since I was little, I, I did this one thing and I did it really freaking well and I perfected it and, and I, perf- I've perfected the art of the interview also of being on the other side. Like I've, I've had yeah. all of these things that I, I just, I know I can do. And I've, that has been my, I won't even call it comfort zone. It's actually been my my death. Like it's been, it has, it's been the death of a piece of me that I haven't allowed out and allowed to grow. And this new challenge is, is part of my growth. And I know I'm, I'm choosing it now. And Mm. I, I know I have to do this for myself because you talk about vision and I, I think of where I want to be in a, a year from now, or even when I'm done with the first you know, series of these podcasts, I think about where I'm going to be and I know what I have to do to get there. And I know I have to sit in this damn discomfort of (laughs) feeling fear and doing it anyway. And, you know, I mean, I look at going to your, your event when I came to your event and I told you I'm terrified, like I'm terrified of being seen in this way because it's a new way for me. And this is a new way for me to be seen. So when I think of, I think I, I, I completely agree with you on the vision part is like, oh, I have this dream. I have this, I have this almost like this bodily feeling that I know where I'm supposed to be. I know what's going to mm-hmm. be on the other side of that. And I have to, I have to do this right now for myself. I have to make these choices in order to get there. And that's what, I feel like that's what vision does is it gives yeah. you the drive and the will to be able to to sit in the discomfort. Here's a here's an exercise I try to do every year for myself at the end of the year. Most people think of like, okay, let me reflect on the year and what I accomplished and my New Year's resolutions. I think of my, um, my fear list. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think in order to become fearless, I need to create a fear list. Oh my God, I love this. Okay, tell me more. And so every year I try to find three big fears at the end of the year, or it could be at any time during the year, but I'm like, okay, this is something I'm afraid of. And I put it on my fear list. And this list, I'll rank at the end of the year. 
and I'll say, what are the things that are holding me back the most? What are these fears? I have five fears, 20 fears, whatever it be. It could be something small. It could be like, I'm afraid to have conversations with my family about this thing. I'm afraid to launch a chant uh, you know, record. I'm afraid to open up about psoriasis, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they are, create a list and then and then circle the the top three, the ones that make the top of the list the greatest fears. And I make it my mission to go all in on those fears that next year so that they no longer on, are on the list. Right. So that I fully have embraced it. I've become, you know, uh, the, I've become Batman essentially where I'm afraid of the bats and then I become the bat right. because I, I live in the darkness with the bats so that they don't, I'm not afraid of them anymore. Yes. And then I have power over them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's something that I try to do every year. This year it's, it's Spanish. It's been oh, something cool. for 20 years I've been wanting to learn and I'll always download a Spanish app and I'll always do this thing, but I never fully commit. Mm-hmm. So this year I finally committed I'm doing three days a week, private lessons, an hour at a time. Uh, I'm paying for it. I found a teacher, and it's scheduled in my calendar. I love that. And I tell you what, I am horrible. I am so bad. <laughs> and it's it. I hate it. It's, it's so much insecurity around it because mm-hmm. I usually do things that I'm really good at, at na- or natural at picking up, yes. or an extension of something I'm good at so that I can excel at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not excelling at this and it's painful and it sucks and it hurts the ego, all these things, right. <laughs> but it's exactly what I need. And it's also gratifying the fact that I, I'm proud of myself for showing up consistently, even if I'm not learning it as quick as I'd like, even if I sound like a second grader half the time, <laughs> it's great for my ego. It's great for my growth. And I focus on that. Also, another thing, I think you might have saw this. I haven't taken out, but I have Invisalign in. And I have been like afraid of getting braces for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's something I'm like, ah, but it's, I'm going to look insecure. Uh, you know, people are going to see my teeth and make fun of me. I'm on camera. I take photos. Like, this isn't going to look good. It's going to hurt my brand. And I was just like, it's just, it's not okay. I just need to lean into this and accept it right. and trust the process that. This is more important for my health because my actually back teeth were not actually touching. It's more important for my digestion Mm because I wasn't able to chew my food properly more than vanity than anything. And I'm like, do I want, you know, decades of health or do I want to, for a couple years of pain or continue to be insecure about this for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. And so there's things that I do that I don't want to do every year. And they serve me at the greatest level. And I'm so grateful and proud of myself for taking it on that it builds my confidence and also increases my humility at the same time. Yeah, that's key. You talk about brand. I, When I look at you and when I see all the things that you post on social media, I, I find you... First of all, I adore you and I find you so very warm. Thank you. I do. But you feel so upbeat and driven and like fearless (laughs) and... Do you feel do you feel that way inside or is there or do you even do you ever feel like you can't show a piece of you because that is so that's so much of your message? I I choose to create that inside so that it becomes on the outside like if I'm not feeling good mm-hmm. for whatever reason or if I'm feeling a little groggy in the morning for something or whatever. Um 
I have tools where when I walk into a room, uh, I, I tell myself something. I have a mantra. I'm like, I'm going to bring the joy, even if I'm not feeling it. And so when I walk through a doorway, typically, and I know someone's in there in the next room, whether it's my office or an event or whatever it may be, I'll literally just lift, act as if like there's a string pulling from on, on top of the doorway. It's pulling me up when I walk through the door and I'm just like, and I smile. Instantly walk through a door, lift your shoulders back, put your head up and smile. And you start to attract that energy to you. You start to notice it in other places and you start to become it. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It's a, I wouldn't call it fake it till you make it. It's just create it and become it. It's like, okay, you need to choose joy. You need to choose uh, being outgoing when you don't, when you feel introverted. You need Mm -hmm. to choose to work out when you want to relax. You need to choose these to meditate when you are, feel stressed. You need to choose this. And it's a moment by moment choice. And I'm not perfect all the time. Again, I'm not always happy. And sometimes with my brand online, I feel like so many people are dependent on me mm-hmm. to bring some type of positive energy or to have the answers or whatever it may be. Um, I, I, I feel like I have shared enough vulnerabilities that I'm still allowing myself to open up when I need to um, for, my, for myself online. But again, I, tr- I try to just work on these things all the time. In my interviews that I do, I'm doing therapy. I'm doing it with other people and myself. I'm being vulnerable uh, in my videos and audios and my long-form content. I'm being vulnerable with my team, with my girlfriend, with my family. So I feel like I'm doing it all the time so that I don't suppress those emotions and get trapped into a state of depression. All right, we're going to take a brief pause, but when we come back, we're going to be tackling the very vulnerable topic of vulnerability. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. 
Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back. You talk about vulnerability. How, what makes you choose to be vulnerable? Because it's scary. (laughs) I mean, I don't feel like you can walk, I don't feel like you can be vulnerable without fear, some sort of fear walking along right beside that. Terrified. Terrified. I remember when I, when I opened up mm-hmm. about sexual abuse seven years ago, it took. I recorded the uh, first off. I probably talked about it for. Yeah, I thought about doing an episode on it for six months. <laughs> um, it took me. Tw- it took me twenty five years just to tell mm-hmm. a soul about it. And then it took me six to nine months of like, okay, let me tell my family, let me tell my friends one on one, and terrified to tell one person. As I continued to tell more people I kept asking myself do I need to tell more people and I came to the decision of yes because I felt like this still had power over me this story of being sexually abused the fear of people judging me if they knew this about me I was like no one would ever love me if they knew that Mm -hmm. I'd been sexually abused by a man no people would make fun of me for the rest of my life it was just these stories that I had made up and so the first time of sharing it with someone, a family member, I was like, they may mm-hmm. disown me. I don't know. They may blame. I have no idea. It's the unknown. And when the opposite happened, which was total love, total acceptance, total I'm here for you, and deeper vulnerability and trust and connection, I was like, wow, really? The thing I've been most afraid of has actually mm-hmm. brought me closer to the people in my life, has actually created more empathy and compassion between each other. I was like, wow, okay, let me share this with a friend of mine now. My family knows they have to love me. Will a friend accept me? And then I started sharing with a friend and another friend. And I was like, wow, they accept me. And I remember thinking after a period of time, like I was still stuttering as I would tell the story, as I would bring the attention to someone, as I would share this vulnerability, I would still get really sweaty. I'd still, you know, stumble. I was just like, ah, still nervous, which made me realize this is a big fear of mine. And Personally, I made a decision. I'm going mm-hmm. all in on this until it no longer consumes me, because I was re- coming from a place of reaction, 
a lot of the times in my life when I felt mm. abused uh, or taken advantage of or like something wasn't fair to me, it would bring me back to that place of sexual abuse. And it was almost like I was recreating the sexual abuse in all these mm -hmm. little moments of my life triggered by the feeling of being abused. And I was just like, that does not serve my vision. That does not serve my joy. And that does not help me inspire the people. So I need to do the work and heal this. And I learned from my process was telling more people one by one by asking them if I could share with them something. And then I decided, hmm, I think I should share this on my podcast. And so I, I found someone to help guide the conversation because I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm terrified of this. I need someone who can guide me. We recorded it and I oh, held wow. it for six months. I had it on my blog, like ready to publish, but I was like, this is going to ruin me. Like my friends, my family has to love me. My friends support me. My audience, <laughs> I don't know. They may like make memes about me. I was just, I was so un un mm -hmm. unsure. And this was seven years ago. This is, in my opinion, I, I had never really seen other men who kind of looked like me and fit my archetype open up about sexual abuse. I wasn't seeing it happening or just open up and be vulnerable online in general. I just wasn't seeing it happen seven years ago. So it was mm -hmm. terrifying to me. I saw women do this, but men needed to be strong and be this thing or whatever. And I was like, man, this is going to really hurt my brand, my business, like all these things. But it was more of a, it wasn't an option anymore. I was just like, I don't care if everyone unfriends me. I don't care if the world criticizes me for the rest of my life. This will set me free by doing this. And I'm doing this, and if it helps one person, who one man who's been sexually abused and who's been a prisoner of this abuse for their whole life, it'll be worth it for me to lose everything if I can help one person. And this is why when I saw your post mm -hmm. uh, a week ago, I was so, I was smiling. I was so happy because I, kn I knew internally, mm -hmm. I didn't know this about you, but I knew internally this was something that you've been you must have been insecure with oh, yeah. for a long time to be able to not be able to talk about it openly. You must have felt like a prisoner in some sense in your mm -hmm. own heart and mind. And that's why I was so proud of you for being completely vulnerable. It's not like you're just like, <laughs> oh, check out my arm. I have psoriasis. You were like, I am a <laughs> naked human being in yes. the woods, completely naked uh. for the world to see my body and how it's not, you know, quote right. unquote, perfect. And I was just like, I Thank was you. so happy. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to hug you right then. And if you'll notice, you know, that, that post has 60,000 likes, almost yeah. 6,000 comments, essentially 50 times more than the average post of a mm -hmm. photo that you would get. And as I'm sure you're still having kind of an emotional totally. hangover from this where thousands of probably women and men are messaging you saying, I've been going through something similar my entire life mm -hmm. or my adult life and have been so insecure. Thank you for giving me the, yeah. the permission to not feel shame. Thank you for giving me the, the, the power to share this with a close friend. And by you taking on your fear list, you're becoming more fearless and you're empowering other people to do the same. And that's where the beauty yeah, of vulnerability absolutely. comes. And yeah, that was, that was so powerful for me to do. And it is, it's, I was diagnosed when I was two years old. So I've lived with this my whole life and I hadn't, hadn't had a breakout in 
16 years, I guess. And so this time I was like, I'm being given this for a reason. I'm going to use this for all it's worth. And I'm going to free myself from something wow. that I felt such shame around. Like I never wanted to go out in a bathing suit. In fact, this summer we went on a boat with friends and I literally wore like long pants and a t-shirt. I still, no way. still was, was just like, I can't. And these are people I know love me and accept me. And I, I still hid. There was still this little girl in me that was like, like you're saying, will I be accepted? Will they love me? And I know I had to accept that piece of myself. Like I, I know it came back in this time for a reason while I was sitting at home, (laughs) while I was letting my head spin out, like whatever it may be, like it all came rushing up and back to me to be, to be shifted. And I, I've done enough work to know like, oh, here's a lesson. I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to learn this so I don't have to do this again. And, you know, I, I really did take it and utilize it. And, and I, I wanted like you did with sexual abuse to be able to number one, come out of my own hiding and to free myself from that cage. Mm. And number two, I know there's so many people out there who not only experience psoriasis, but need the permission to find freedom. Like that really, whatever it is that you're hiding, I, my, my friend always says we're only as sick as our secrets. And, and it's so That's true. It. It's like, and we talk about stories and sharing our stories. Like, you know, look, you didn't hear a lot of men that fit your archetype talking about sexual abuse because you have to lead the way sometimes. And, and there has to be people that lead the way. And it is amazing to me, people who commented on that photo of mine and, you know, talk about how much they're still hiding and whether or not they have it as a woman in this society to have to be perfect and think that we have to use all the Photoshop on our photos and, all the things like I, I have photos of me that I just did um, from a photo shoot. And before I released this, I was like, oh, we have to Photoshop all of that out. And I know, look, I know I use I will completely use Photoshop for what it needs to be used for. Um, you know, it has a time <laughs> sure, and place. Sure. But I felt the other day I looked at that photo and I was like, I don't think I want to Photoshop that out of that. I think I mm. want people to experience another piece of me besides that photo. Like there's there's such power wow. in it. There really is that vulnerability. I, I know I read where you said that it's like a superpower and it's, I think the biggest superpower that we hold within us. Well, I think what I've learned, I'm, I mean, I was getting a lot of results in my life uh, as an athlete and then transitioning into business in my twenties and late twenties, but it was something, I guess it was right around when I hit 30 uh, when I started opening up about sexual abuse, it was something about like being vulnerable, really, truly being vulnerable. There was like, I created the, a deeper mm-hmm. sense of trust with people, my my friends, my family, and also kind of my community. It was like, you know, I liked you before, <laughs> Lewis. You were nice. You were fun. You were like, you achieved, like you did awesome things, but now mm-hmm. I really trust you. And I'm, you know, listen, I'm I'm going to make mistakes and I'm not going to be perfect my whole life but it's like this sense of like okay yeah i just believe him more like everything he does like i just something about it, i just feel a little bit more trustworthy even if you trusted you people trusted you before it's like now i right. really trust her uh if she's willing to go out and share that like yeah she's real 
And I think that's that's something that people can learn is it, it's a superpower in the fact that you're strengthening your late relationships with the people around you. Whether you have an audience and a platform or not, you're deepening relationships. And the 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 true um, key to success in life mm-hmm. is relationships. And so if your relationships are at a seven because you're not vulnerable and people don't trust you, you're going to get mm-hmm. seven results in those relationships and in life. But if you're fully open, again, with the right context, I think there's a there are some people that are just – throwing up vulnerabilities mm-hmm. all day long on social media to use totally. it for attention. Uh, when it's a consistent day after day after day, you're like, okay, there's there's a game behind this. So you have to be really uh, careful about yeah. how you're doing this. I think Yeah, there can be a manipulation. Because then it's like the sympathy game. Yeah, there game can be a manipulation to that also. That's the shadow yeah. side of vulnerability. I believe that we're seeing, I, I feel like people are turning vulnerability into a business. And it's, and, and it's, yeah, and it's, yes. it's kind of, oh, it, it's almost like the person that's revealing something. It's like, have you really processed that yet to be able to reveal that? Or are you just using it for manipulation? There is, there is a shadow side to that. Right. Or for likes or for, yeah. And I think you gotta, and you gotta check yourself before you post something to ask, is this to serve people or is this mm. for me to get attention what mm-hmm. I'm not getting right now and I remember asking many when I opened up with the sexual abuse and I again I held it for six months before I, I published the, the the interview that I did I remember asking many female leaders in the space and saying listen I'm thinking about doing this Pl- will you please look this over will you look over the post will you listen to it and make sure that I'm not doing anything out of integrity for manipulation, for whatever. People thinking I'm using this to get attention because my whole intention is to set myself free and to support any other men mm-hmm. who might have gone through this. And so I got feedback from women who I trusted and respected to kind of like give me permission. And um, that's the way I I did it. And um, when you're opening up about something big like that, I think it's you know, get totally. some trusted advisors yeah. as well. And I admire you so much for for revealing that piece of you because you're right. Like I, because of that story, I feel like I know, I feel like I, I know why you do the things that you do. Like, you know, I mean, like it, it's right. it's great to be able to, it's like, oh, I see where his passion comes from in helping people. And, you know, it's, like you said, I trust you. I trust that your intentions are coming from a beautiful place and a place where, you know, you want to, you want to help set people free. And that to me is, is so beautiful because we need more men like you in the world. Mm, 100%. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I received that. And I, again, it's, I've had many years where I was not my best and I think I had to go through pain, go through hurting myself, mm-hmm. hurting other people in order to realize, oh, okay, uh, pain is allowing me to reflect. Uh, again, this guy interviewed Ray Dalio, who wrote a book called Principles. He's one of the richest people in the world. He created a formula called pain plus reflection equals mm-hmm. progress for his life is one of his main principles. And I think one pain can be a great thing because if we allow ourselves to mm-hmm. reflect in the pain if we do nothing and we don't reflect and we just keep going into it then it's not going to get progress but when we hurt someone 
and we feel that pain, when someone hurts us and we feel that pain, and we take a moment to reflect and say, okay, did I truly do something wrong here? If I did, let me own and and, uh, take responsibility and reflect on what I can create moving forward, the actions I can take moving forward. And so I think I've just been, I've, I've hurt people, people have hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things have happened in my life where I've like, I've reflected a lot. And that was one of the reasons why I started School of Greatness was because I was like, I want to learn from people, I want to reflect, and I want to be able to yeah. open up as well. And I think, and I think it's beautiful that you're doing this. And, I, and I'm curious, is your no, chant record comes, out yet? Well, it will be out when this is, right? Yeah, when this airs, it will be out, yes. So <sighs> I'm sending it to you, so you have it. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited for that. Uh oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank Text you, me. You. I want to. Yes, I want to listen to that will, ASAP. I feel like that's gonna. I think it's gonna heal me and so many people. I will totally text to you. Um, I just want to finish out our conversation. I think music is obviously one of the most incredible um, gifts that we have been given in this world. Art forms. It really does take us to so many places internally. Um, it connects us in such a deep way. And I'm always curious about people's playlist and what music is influencing <laughs> your life at maybe could be at this moment or like, what do you feel? What songs, what five songs, we call this the Holy Five. What five songs do you feel like uh, speak to your life this moment or your whole life? I, I tried to do my best of putting this together at the last minute. Um, I listen to a lot of Latin music, Latin pop. This is, uh, for whatever reason, I'm a big salsa dancer. I've been salsa dancing for 13 years, no, f- almost 15 years now. And oh, something about Latin music, salsa music, Latin pop music that just, when I'm not feeling good, you turn it on. It's like the beat makes you move. Yeah. And when we get into our bodies and we express ourselves, we start to feel a little bit better. So those are, that's something that gets me in a beautiful state, that genre. But I have, uh, I have some key songs that I like okay. that I have on repeat a lot. So that's what I thought about. I don't know if these are my top five of all time, but I think these are songs that I put on repeat for certain reasons. Okay. One is uh, <laughs> Don't Stop Believing, as kind of cheesy as that oh, is, Journey. Stop. I don't yeah. know why. I just... <laughs> Something about it. It's like I can listen to that anytime. It never gets old. That's good. There's certain there's certain songs that I'm like, I when I like a song, I'll listen to it a thousand times over three weeks, yes. and then I don't want to listen to it anymore. <laughs> this song I can listen to over and over, and it still gets me. Uh, so don't stop believing. Okay. I'm a I'm a big movie uh, soundtrack guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so chariots of fire. Oh yes. Is I'm not even sure the the name of the song, but it's just the the slow mo like <laughs> build up. It's just an ins- inspirational instrumental. Yes, no, I, that song uh, is is killer for sure. I think it's called Van uh, Van Vangelis or something like that. But that song, what is it? Uh, Vangelis is Van, the artist. Vangelis. Oh, is the artist? Yes. Oh, interesting. I I never knew that. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the Last of the Mohicans theme song. Oh my God, I have to revisit that. I don't know. I need to revisit that. That's cool. It's it's amazing. It's this instrumental theme uh, theme song that just he's running through the woods, like trying to go save his woman and like kill (laughs) these people. You know, it's amazing. Um, That song, I'm a, I I really like. uh, 
Eye of the Tiger, Rocky. I don't know. Back to movie theme songs. Yeah. Yes. When he's training in Russia, like preparing to go against the Russian. Uh, and then I like there's a song I put on repeat for whatever reason over the years. Tiesto. Uh, I think it's called Adagio for Strings. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Okay. But it just it just gets me in the zone. I love you like you get these are like in your zone songs, which I yeah dig. yeah yeah. I dig oh, that. another one out to say Shepherd Moon, Shepherd's Moon, Enya. Oh wow. Enya. I'm a big I'm a big Enya fan, and uh, I listen to Watermark by Enya Shepherd's Moons. Oh, very is cool! Re- really beautiful. You should listen to Shepherd Moons before you uh, think about a chant. There might okay. be a good chant that comes out of that 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 track. Yeah, I love Enya. Um, I don't. It's funny. I don't know the names of the songs, but I remember the. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that Inya? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's her. Rocks. Yes, yeah, that's her. Yes. But Shepherd Moon, she- it's either Shepherd's Moon or Shepherd Moon. Shepherd, okay. Listen to that after this one. It's a. It's such a a beautiful piece. I think you'll like it. I'll check it out. The, the, the two guests now that I've had on the podcast so far, everybody has such different views of music. <laughs> and that's why I love music so much. It, like, it speaks to people so differently. Am I your second interview? <laughs> you are my second interview. You're doing amazing. You're, oh, you seem you. like you've done a thousand. Thank you. No, I have not, but <laughs> I appreciate that. So you're, thank you. You're doing great. I'm I'm excited for this. I think people need to hear this side of your voice, which is a uh, a more I guess vulnerable side for you. Yes. And maybe. I think it's perfect for you. It's perfect for your audience. And um, I can't wait for the chant. What's the chant album called? The chant album is actually called Chant the Human and the Holy. So the Ooh. chant that I wrote uh, for your event is actually, that's the first thing that kicked everything off. No way. Yeah. So that's the name of the album, The Human and the Holy. Was that a, was that a chant that you made for the event or is that yeah. something you were working on as like no. a... <laughs> it was a chant. I sat down one day in meditation and I was like, okay, I, I know I want, I had such a desire to be able to to meld the, my spirituality and my music and do it live. And so I just, it was literally, I don't know, maybe a week before. And I, I was like, okay, well, something's going to come through if I'm wow. supposed to share it. And I sat down and I started singing, I am human. I am holy. Grace renews me. It's love that guides me. And it just came flowing out. I'm like, well, that's it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. I feel like in every one of these episodes, throwing out an idea here yes you guys take it for whatever you want every one of them should open with like a seven to ten second part of one of your chant songs or finish with a ending a of a chant yes we have been discussing that uh, to uh, play around with so yeah yeah you're on the same page for sure uh that could be great yeah well thank I'm you i'm excited thank you thank you and um i i greatly appreciate you and all that you do in this world I am grateful for you. I'm glad we're friends. I'm glad you're you're doing this, and uh, I've always got your back. Thank you, as always. And that wraps up this episode with Lewis House. I want to thank you and Lewis for joining me on this continuing journey to be more wholly human. Holy Human with Leanne Rhymes is a production of iHeartRadio.
Listen and follow Holy Human on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.